Look how thick the white smoke is. <laughs> it's choking me as I'm trying to videotape it. It is September 4th, about 1.40 in the morning. This is graphic packaging. Graphic Packaging uh, LLC, a packaging firm based in Atlanta, is expected to receive up to 125 million in private bonds to finance the expansion of its paper mill in Kalamazoo. The Michigan Economic Development Corporation Strategic Fund Board, by the way, the Michigan Economic Development Corporation, which I've dealt with in my Flint reporting, is a state body. So it kind of sounds like a private entity. It's basically uh, a board with a lot of wealthy donors the people that live on the north side, we are suffering from this. This is why they offered all them jobs to people on the north side. So you couldn't sue them for this. In the city of Kalamazoo leaders, especially David Anderson, the mayor, he's told people to keep quiet about this. The reason why I quit the Environmental Concerns Committee is because they sent a cease and desist letter to the data company, Adams Data Solutions, for the American Lung Association, the reporters, telling them to be quiet about their air quality. Do not report on their air quality for fear will ruin their reputation. And David Anderson was the liaison and the ECC when I was there. It's the mayor and his best friend, Bobby Hopewell, who is on the Michigan Economic Development Council. They were pushing for this graphic packaging expansion. The Michigan Environmental Department, the Michigan Health Department know about the chronic pollution coming out of this plant. They've had complaints from the residents. I assume Governor Whitmer is either directly or peripherally aware of the issues. Uh, why would they be involved with approving a pretty significant bond deal to expand operations there? The city, the state, the county, nobody can take action against graphic packaging. One has always been that it's the city's wastewater treatment plant because it's next door to graphic packaging facility. Well, the city has spent you know, tens of millions of dollars in the past just few years to make sure it's not the waste treatment, treatment plant. And there are sensors everywhere around the waste treatment plant to make sure it's not. So it, it's pretty much proven that it's not. Uh, the other thing is that the state is requiring that there is uh, unimpeachable data that can prove everything before anything can be done. But the, there's no collection of that data. We don't have the monitors that can that can pick up the nitric oxides and other uh, chemicals. A White House Environmental Justice Council call in that, that meeting and say that the city of Kalamazoo is a disgrace to the United States of America for even allowing. Uh, called to report the smell that was in my neighborhood, you know, not nearly as bad. I'm, you know, about a mile, mile and a half, maybe two miles away from it uh, in the West. And Eagle sends out a person who's doing her job. I'm not gonna blame her for it. It's the way that Eagle does it to do a sniff test, which not some special meter that sniffs the air. No, she gets out of her car, sniffs around and huh, is that dangerous? No, that's not dangerous. So that's good enough. The bottom line is like in East Palestine, like in Flint, you gotta trust how you feel. People aren't yeah. having their eyes burn for no reason. They're not exactly. choking. Uh, you don't have high levels of asthma for no reason, so. And headaches and stomach aches and yeah, everything. You know, allowing damages to happen to somebody else is just opening the door for it to happen to yourself. If you're that selfish, if you're not even worried about other people, it's just making it easier for you to be hurt. This poor fellow isn't sharp. He's weary and confused. He doesn't care about us and he probably doesn't know what he's talking, 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 talking about. And you, you are puzzled. Hey, I'm gonna be your AI DJ here on Sictify. And uh, starting off, I figured we'll bring you something latest and greatest, something you don't know, something you want to know, something we are pushing on you because we are paid to push this onto you. This Justin is the latest and greatest. Yes, I already said it and laid it down twice. Coming to you about something that we all suffer with. 
is none other than Neville Bamshoot with his song, Depression, Depression, Depressed, Depressed, Depression. That is, whatever I said, Neville Bamshoot with Depression, Depression, Depressed, Depressed. I really want to say it. Go on and say it. I've been feeling blue all day. Blue today. I really can't go to work. Working. Because my mind is wandering. Wandering. It wanders from room to room. What's in the room? And in those rooms there's nothing to. Nothing. There's nothing to fulfill me. Unfulfilled. While I sleep in my bed sheets 63 days When I'm laying there in bed Suicidal thoughts creep into my head I can't escape what I'm talking about Talking about I can't escape what I'm feeling What you feeling I don't understand how What you don't understand Some people can do this Do what? Every single day is another test of getting dressed. I'm feeling very depressed, so low. I'm feeling very depressed, depressed. I really don't know what to do with this song, so I'm singing. Sing. I can't pronounce words. Pronunciation is so hard. Do you ever lay in the bed at night and think about suicide? But not really. I'm talking about more like if I died in my rest peacefully, I'd be alright. Suicide. Suicide, but not really by my hands, by maybe some drunk driver at 2 a.m. Maybe one of these days I should take a quick drive by the bar. I really want to say what you want I've been very depressed these days. I really want to say, say, I could never kill myself. Thank you for choosing fucking whatever I said. Sictify AI DJ. And I am your host, Chad Becker. Another, like, two weeks have passed with no episode. I think you understand what's happening. I actually got a jury summoned, so that's going to be interesting. I'm going to keep y'all updated on that. I'm going to try to get the fuck out of it. You best believe that. I doubt it's going to be juicy, and I and I really don't want to waste uh, or lose any pay. You know what I mean? Um, I wonder what's going to happen with this writer's strike. Uh, it's it's going to be interesting with the advances in AI, how things are going, in that this might be their uh, downfall, in a sense, that they might be able to, um, what, whatever, like, they could take the uh, AI algorithm, tell it to write a script of, uh, what the fuck is a very pop... Most popular shows, shows right now, cause I'm I don't I'm not up to fucking anything. Okay, well I do know Barry. So, what we're gonna say is write the newest episode of Succession. So then AI will write that, and then they might just pass it on to like one person to like doctor it up or dally it up you know what i mean so i mean i'm pro strike i'm always pro strike even when it was the canadians and i know the 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 truckers and that that whole ordeal fuck that anytime we can strike we should be striking and uh anyways so WGA members vote overwhelmingly to authorize a strike if no deal by May 1st. And that's the uh, Writers Guild of America. 
the vote which was approved by nearly 98% of eligible voters authorized WGA West Board and WGA East Council to strike if a fair deal for a new film and TV contract is not reached by May 1st. So, you're talking about literally uh, just over 9,000 writers are wanting to strike. And after several weeks at the bargaining table, the studios have failed to offer a meaningful response on the core economic issues in any of the WGA's primary work areas, screen, episodic television, and comedy variety. They have listened politely to our presentations and made small moves in only a few areas, almost entirely coupled with rollbacks designed to offset any gains. In short, the studios have shown no sign they intend to address the problems. Our members are determined to fix this negotiation. Interesting. Interesting. So this is what they want. Increased minimum compensation significantly to address the devaluation of writing in all areas of television, new media, and features. Standardized compensation and residual terms for features, whether released theatrically or streaming. That is a big thing because a lot of people make money through theatrical releases. Um, I feel like there was a movie Scarlett Johansson was in where her, maybe it was uh, um, Black Widow, the movie. I th- it could be. I don't know. I'm not going to look it up. Fuck it. We're rolling. You want to know? Google it yourself. I'm just spouting nonsense, okay? That's what this is. I'm saying some shit that could or could not be true. And you decide whether Googling or just with your own thought process. Anyways, where the fuck was I? Address the abuses of many rooms. I don't know what the fuck that means. Uh, but, oh, yeah. So I think Scarlett Johansson, for one of her movies had it in her contract that she got a portion of the box office and thus by Disney putting it to streaming or whatever, uh, cut her shit in half more or less, which pissed her off. I think, I think that's what happened. Uh, expand protections to cover all television writers, apply NBA minimums to comedy variety programs. What I don't know what that means. These cats have not been out for two days because there is a pedophile cat out there with a pedophile stash, and he has been, I assume, raping nibbles and giving Trinket, the boy, cigarettes and alcohol. Restrict uncompensated use of exertions. They want to uh, increase the pension plan and health fund. So I am for this, but I mean, the studios know that the further advancement of AI is just going to take away these jobs. And the thing is, most people won't care or they might not notice that big of a drop in the writing because truly some of these shows that especially comedy shows are god awful my opinion uh for example what is one of the biggest shows i would say the most polarizing comedy show of the last 20 years big bang theory awful it's just like the sh- friends awful i'm sorry just because it's super popular doesn't mean it's great office meh I watched some of it. Eh. Eh. I'm sure AI could write fucking Jim and Pam. That or whatever the fuck their names. That is what I am saying. And I, once again, I am not for AI. I am a Luddite. Um, and the thing is, all the, I think Miyazaki said it most, the best, like 10 years ago. Um, it is an insult to life itself. And I've, and I've said that, you know, art has to have some sort of human element into it, in my opinion. 
And I'm not this big art fucking person. I'm not. I just think that the way AI is going, we're just hurting creativity. We're docile. Like the imagination of children is probably gone because right off the bat, they are given more than likely some tablet or a large phone, something they can easily mash their buttons. And the thing I love the most is how parents will be like, oh, little Randall, little Randall's so smart. He knows how to press buttons on an iPad. And you're like, motherfucker, how many little Randalls is it going to take to write fucking Shakespeare? Because it takes like a million little monkeys to write Shakespeare or some shit like that. You ever heard that? Where it's like, you could, after a certain amount of monkeys, one would actually write out just pressing randomized buttons on the keyboard. It would do Shakespeare. Can a little Randall do Shakespeare? Probably not. Not much more than a monkey. I don't even know where I was. Oh, yes. So, I, so look at the map. I don't think kids are as imaginative as they are or they were. Case in point, I don't think I was as imaginary, imagination, whatever, as my parents because we had more stimulus. We were less in our mindset. And uh, maybe, and, and here's another thing I keep finding out, which, I mean, I don't keep finding out, but it's a thing that always pops up once a week and I go, how is this possible? How do people not have an internal monologue? Maybe that's a new phenomenon. And the internal f- in internal monologue is your last whisper of imagination. And these people, I don't know. I don't know. I was going to say these people are losing their, their last whisper of imagination. Um, because it's definitely easier to fucking have a fake goddamn conversation in your mind. Like, yeah, I got that bitch. Because that motherfucker said... Oreos are not the best cookies because hydroxyquins or hydraulics came out before that. And the only thing the Oreo did was put the O in Oreo on the hydroxychloroquines. Done. Did that. Oreo, chocolate and cream in it before that. But they didn't have the strong branding. And that. It's something that happens in people's heads. It's just like a weird, like, I would have got that bitch if, I mean, I have that all the time. I think we all do, like, man, if I could go back and say this, you know, the argument would continue. It would be happening and probably be worse because nobody really changes their mind that much. You either, you either, Resolve it and go in in yourself. Go out, fuck that bitch. But I'm gonna do it because I don't want to continue this. Um. So yeah, the writer strike. It's happening. Deal with it. AI is gonna take over everything. It is, like people want to talk about bullshit job jobs. Or um, make fun of menial jobs. Like, it's going to... And, of course, like, for example, and I keep saying that word, like, but it will probably be easier for AI to do your taxes than to, let's say, cook the perfect hamburger, cook the perfect steak, cook anything the way you truly want it. It would probably be easier for AI to do any sort of numbers or management or anything that is mostly checking boxes or this, that, and the other. Like, I am talking about management, um... Anything like there, 
lawyers might be out of a job eventually we're talking about um although then you have to factor in well the emotional response like an ai robot is not going to really be as emotional as a person although one could say lawyers aren't very emotional or human and their robots i don't know so maybe maybe ai would not leave that they would leave it to the lawyers because they seem a little cold to begin with. AI is not going to really take uh, a doctor's job per se. You know, we all have WebMD. We all think we have the worst. I'm talking maybe in the, the future future, you know, take the blood and uh, like that one bitch with the deep voice. Duh, duh, duh. Um, that bitch... We could, in the future, take blood, put it in some robot AI, and it tells you your blood. I mean, we kind of do that already, but I'm just saying, like, to an even more hyper-advanced state quickness. AI will not take over everything. There is some things that kind of need a human element, I would say. But the problem is people don't treat one another well enough. So they would rather talk to or deal with a cold calculating kiosk than a child kid boy pinwheel. What are you doing, cat? I was going to say a kid, but then I said cold calculating. And a child. I don't know. I don't know what my, my thought process was. Um. Yeah, fun, fun, fun. A series of fun, but I I really want to do talk about um the DJ Spotify. Every and I and by every time I mean the three times I've done it. It. The first time, it was like, oh, we gonna start you out with some hip hop, that you know. So then it played me some hip-hop that I know. And then it was, oh, sticking to that vibe. We're talking about out of Atlanta, fucking bebop-boop-boop with, with fucking I Like Liquor or some shit like that. And the song was like, I want to go to the liquor store. Let me, I'm going to actually, let's figure out what this song is. I want to go to the, if I could only type. Liquor store song. Who is this? Remy Wolf Liquor Store. Is that what? It, is this what this shit is? Play the ad. Get get it done and over with. I don't think this is it. What the fuck is Remy Wolf? Why? What is all these liquor store songs? Where did this come from? Because it's not Afro Man, dude. What? What are? What are these songs? Okay, what the hell? Where did all these liquor store songs come from? Liquor store, because it was it, it was it was okay. So it's not Remy Wolf. It's it's not Bruno Mars. Oh, liquor store blues. Earth, it was something new. DMX, Dear Alcohol. No. So I don't know what it was. But it went something along, because I, I wanted to find it so I could see how actually long it goes. Because I want to say it goes 30 seconds when it's just like, I want to go to the liquor store. I want to go to the liquor store. Take me to the liquor store. Take me to the liquor store. Let's go to the liquor store. That's go. It just like did that for like I, I wanted to find the song so the exaggeration wasn't exaggeration. It was true. So I'd be like, oh, it lasts for fucking eighteen point seven five seconds. But it feels like it lasts for thirty seconds of that. And that, my friends, is the chorus, and it was god awful. So I think what it is doing, the Spotify DJ. It is trying to push music that it once promoted by 
record labels. I mean, that's what I would assume. And I don't know what this person, the name is, because I can't fucking find it. And I don't want an Afro fan and fucking Remy Wolf or whatever the fuck that bitch's name was. Because I, I, I was just curious to find out who it was to see if they were in drill rap. Because it seems like drill rap is now the new form of gangster rap. And it seems weird. Now we need, an, we need another counterculture movement to that. Because from gangster rap, you had um, more like, uh, I guess I would say neo, but then neo, I wouldn't say hip, neo soul, hip hop, but uh, I'm talking more like Tribe Called Quest, that that stuff. Um, what the hell? Uh, what the hell were the, those people called? And not those people, as in black people. I'm talking about the hip hop collectives. Anyways, if you know, you know. I know, but I can't think of it. So you know, here we go. Uh, what in the world are these cats getting into? So these cats, once again, there's a pedophile cat out there. And I need to get them fixed before they're more babies. Because I have four from their mother. And then at my parents' house, there's three. So that's seven. That's way too many goddamn kittens. And now we have to find... What to do with them. Good googly moogly. I want to talk about the intro for a second now. Because it was all about my... Well, not my town, but Kalamazoo, Michigan. Wow. Isn't that neat? There's a paper mill that's been poisoning everybody for decades. And I've talked about it before. So I just wanted to bring that up. Flint still doesn't really have clean water. Benton Harbor probably doesn't have clean water. Governor Whitmer, she knows. But she doesn't care because, hey, why spend money when you can make money from big business? Michigan. Pure Michigan. Pure greed. Pure poison pure, I don't know, annoyance, annoyance that people don't really care to continue to bring up things like this when there are more important things to talk about, like Mike Tyson, Kid Rock, and who was the other one that was a posse? It wasn't Ted Nugent. It was fucking who was it? Kid Rock. Um <clears throat> who was it was a person? And Donald Trump, that's right, at UFC. What a fucking unit, dude. <laughs> oh my god. Can you imagine that? Like, as much as you wanna as much as you wanna hate those two as in and you know who I'm talking about. Kid Rock and Donald Trump. It is hilarious that Iron Mike Tyson is hanging out with him. Because you really can't say shit. I mean, you can, but now you're talking shit about Mike Tyson. And one thing I would never do is talk shit about Mike Tyson. I'm about to watch this cat jump and piss me the fuck off. Anyways, I want to... Do a little quick guided meditation. It's been a minute for one of those. Take a deep breath in. And exhale. Take a deep breath in. And you're home. You're home. Envision your home. Envision all the clutter and filth. Everything stacked up. Those empty Amazon boxes by the door. You're home. Home in your head. Because after working all day, all week long, knowing 
Everything you make is going straight to the bills and you're left with hardly anything to invest. But why would you invest when life is so short? Why would you invest in the stock market? children working so very, very hard for those precious, precious phone components. But hey, inhale, because it's okay. You work hard, too. You work hard. In fact, I think you, you deserve a drink. Inhale again. I think that's two inhales, so you should probably exhale. Exhales are refreshing. Exhale, whatever you want to drink. Hey, you worked hard. Have you a glass of milk? Have you a Miller Lite? Not a Bud Light. Those are for trans. Or some alcohol and pills. Who knows? Let's party. It's okay. It's time to relax. Your day is over. You worked so hard for so little so why not enjoy the time between the shifts just don't enjoy it so much It's my upper chest. You know, as much as those are therapeutic for you, they're very therapeutic for me too. Um, it literally just comes from the heart and how I'm feeling. Maybe if I was inspired by other events, there might have been a little hate more hate there's always some hate in this show but i think we all can attest to the relaxation of coming home after a long day of work and sitting down with your shoes off tv remote in your hand and some beverage in the other or food and that's america is coming home after a large, long day of work and realizing you have like maybe four hours for yourself and that's pushing it because you do want to have some sort of morning. You don't just want to wake up and go straight to work because that makes existence even more hellish. And that's why I kind of like seconds. So I totally forgot about this, I would have said it earlier, 
but uh, we're we're circling back to it. And uh, if you haven't heard, there was a tire fire. Not is it was it a tire? There was a, there was a fire at a recycling plant. That's what it was, right? In Indiana, another horrible thing to happen. And if you hadn't heard, I'm gonna play you the or all of it, maybe some of it. The news. This morning, officials call it a worst-case scenario. Plumes of black smoke from a fire at this recycling plant in Richmond, Indiana, near the Ohio border. There was a semi-trailer at the rear of the structure that was fully involved. It was full of plastics. The semi-trailer uh, had plastics piled up against it, and then there was piles of plastic all around. That fire quickly spreading. With the wind. It jumped uh, to another plastics pile. The National Weather Service releasing satellite images showing the smoke from above. And we got ambers and everything else flying over. At one point, more than 2,000 residents were told to evacuate. Shelter down, windows shut, AC units off, and everything. And those outside the evacuation zone who could see the smoke rising in the air urged to shelter in place. The facility processes recyclables, including plastics, which led to concerns about air safety from chemicals released when plastics burn. The smoke is definitely toxic. The EPA and Indiana Department of Environmental Management coming in to test the air quality as fire crews overnight brought in heavy machinery to help get around those semis and piles of plastic blocking their access. We're probably going to be here uh, at least two to three days uh, with the melted plastic. Officials say that fire could burn for days. The mayor is reminding people buses are available to take people to shelters. For you. Well, what did that sound like, huh? Sound familiar? Sound a little fire that's going to last for days? You know, do you think the company is going to have to pay? I wonder if the company is going to pay for the testing that's then going to say it's okay. Then I wonder if the government is going to know that a company paid the testing, paid for the testing. And since because of that, and by the government, I mean the the EPA. So the EPA is going to be like, oh, they got testing done. They're not going to lie to us, right? And then... And then that company is also going to give them some money to the side. And by that, I mean they kind of already give money to them via the government. And the government gives them subsidies. And this is just a thing that's going to keep on happening and keep on happening. And it's on the other side of Ohio. So it seems like maybe the the middle of Ohio. No, 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 no. Where was... uh? I thought East Palestine was like towards the middle of Ohio. No, it's on the side. It's by Pennsylvania. Oh, oh, it's that close. Oh, Jesus, that that makes sense from what I heard, because I remember hearing it like right on the side of fucking by. Okay, so you're gonna have where's the Ohio River? So you're going to have the right side of Ohio fucked up. And then how do I not see the Ohio River? Doesn't that go through like. But it seems like you're going to have the left side of the state and the right side of the state fucked. And then we're just going to wait for what is it? Cincinnati. Something bad is going to happen to Cincinnati. They're trying to demolish, destroy, poison. Ohio, it seems. I don't know. I don't know. Be like your neighbor to the north, Michigan. Come on. Poison air. Poison water. Probably other shit I don't know about. Probably other shit that's going to happen. And this is why I'm fucking sick of this place. Because I look at it and I see everything that's happening. And I see... Nobody talking about it. Nobody consistently talking about it. I bring it up as, I mean, I guess I could, that's all it could be about, but like, what was, what would be the point of that? Um, I just, I, I, I see, obviously the media ignores shit like this. For, for a certain degree, like, 
they'll they'll report on it for a day or two or whatever. And then you got people that really don't care. They don't care until it happens near them or to them. And then when you say it's still happening, they go, Pfft. It's it's truly it's truly baffling. See, this is this is the shit I truly care about. The poisoning of people, the destruction of environment. I don't care about as much as I I do like comment on identity politics and bullshit. I just once again I always say I'm I feel like I'm so far left that I become right. Like I do a whole circle, a whole circumference and a half around or whatever. And then I'm like on the right somehow. Because I don't care about a lot of stuff. I think trans, the push for kids to get um, trans procedures done is a form of eugenics and self-mutilation and there's going to be a generation of lost or the lo- no the lost generation just like with World War 1 and 2 with all those deaths i think and i've always said it trans people do exist there it it's either of uh, it's always been a very small portion and if the portion is i seen 0. 0.03 to point one or 0.01 to 0.03 and identified in like i think it was like 2010 and now it's nine percent of like young adults how is that even possible so once again as i have always said they do exist if they were always a small poor population if there is this influx something's going on whether it is Culture created by somebody, maybe big pharma to sell drugs, maybe mysterious people of power to eugenics the poor. That seems that's a little too far fetched, right? Um, the culture, like I said, maybe it's microplastics, maybe it's. PFAS and other forever chemicals. Who knows? Who knows? So to me, I go, well, it's always been a very small population and they do exist. And now it seems like you're you're saying almost 10% because if you would just want to extrapolate that 9% of young adults Let's just say nine. You're you're saying nine percent of the population. Let's, let's just say that. Let's extrapolate. Let's just take that little core from whoever, whatever, whatever that is. You know, that might not even be. They might they might have went straight up and try to find trans youth, young adults, people just after me. Maybe the people that did this poll went straight to the source. I don't know. So maybe that's why it's a higher percentage. I don't know. I don't know. But what I am saying is it always used to be a very small amount. And now it's alarm alarming. And then you have, I think it was Washington was passing a bill or trying to pass a bill that pretty much means the child can run away, say they're not giving me treatment, and then the parents lose their rights. And they can... That just seems like a horrible idea. That seems like we're getting in child trafficking areas. And CPS has been known to do that. CPS has been known to put kids in a more dangerous area. CPS aren't necessarily the good guys. And then here is another thing I found out recently. That they were testing AIDS. AIDS. No, I'm not, no, no, they weren't testing me, but <laughs> I was trying to pause for dramatic effect. That they were testing AIDS drugs 
on children. And then psychiatric drugs on children. And you can look it up. The BBC actually made a documentary about it. And then, of course, that's not true. Ba-da-ba-da-ba. But if you look, I will give you a YouTube. Next time you're on YouTube and you want to watch, well, I guess not really watch, but listen to something that's kind of terrifying, in my opinion. Horrifying. Look up ICC interview with Liz Brown and Mimi Pascal. Okay. It was, it's, oh wait, that's a 404 not found. But it is horrible that in 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 the the YouTube video does have some like shots, you know, still images of like the kids, and uh, like, uh, research articles and all that, and it's absolutely terrifying. And they were doing like a AZT and the the those other one. It, they they were giving the the drugs that kill you. It's like. If AIDS isn't going to kill you, we're going to definitely kill you. The, the, the drugs that make you, like, your flesh decay, that's what they were giving kids. And then because they didn't want to take it, they couldn't take it, they couldn't eat, then they were just, in like, injecting it or giving them feeding tubes. I, for, I forget the... It, it just, just look that up. Just look that up and listen. Listen to the voices of the interviewer and the interviewees or whatever you call them. And then Google it and try to look look it up. It's fucking insane. And I think that might be a little what's going on. Because I seen that it costs like seven million. Like if you're on these drugs and your your whole life you're you're about to spend seven million dollars. And I also go you think you think the government you think they really care they don't need they okay you go well they don't care about us adults you know okay yeah we don't have health care we don't have a living wage um i don't i don't know most people probably live it used to be something like 60% of people live paycheck to paycheck or something like that and it's only gone up Do you think they care? No, they don't. So why would you think they care about the children? They don't... They don't protect them. They don't give children free lunch all throughout school, right? They don't give children really nutritious lunches at school. They don't really fund the goddamn schools... You know, schools are sort of a propaganda tool. But they still don't properly fund them. Teachers are paid shit. Teachers should be paid a lot more, even though some of them are assholes. Um, look down upon the other staff members. Uh, where are these cats going to? Goddamn cats. I'm about to fucking put their asses outside for sure um what was i in the middle of yeah they don't care about your kids period they don't care about your kids if they did they would give them they would have given them true health care not this this isn't really health care you can't go you you, you want to say it's health care it's not if a kid Gets fucking a heart attack from myocarditis. I'm fuck. I can't speak. Told you I'm retarded. If a child, if a child has pneumonia, the government ain't paying that fucking bill. The government doesn't care. When have they cared? So this idea that they care and are pushing for these rights 
that children can mutilate their bodies at a young age is baffling. Once again, I feel like I go so far to the left, especially the conspiracy left, mind you, that I go to the right because you go, hmm, hmm. Remember back in the early 2000s, late 90s, when you could get Oxycontin? Just handing it out. You go to the doctors. You Instead of M&M's, peanut M&M's, Spree, and fucking Smarties, it's Oxycontin, Oxycodone, something else, something else I don't know. Put a fucking quarter in Fucking crank that. And just get it out. Percocets, whatever the fuck. They were handing that shit out. Why? Well, they said it was safe. Well, they need more profits. It's the same thing. But now they're targeting children. The most vulnerable. Hell, if you want, if you, listen. Listen. If you want this health care, let's have it for the adults. Let's have it after 18 if you want to. That's cool with me, but leave the children alone. They don't care. That's not health care. They've never cared. Tons of kids go hungry every night. A little less than that are homeless. You're talking about I'm gonna Google it. Let's let's let let's get the real number. Homeless kids. In America, how many kids are homeless? There are at least 700,000 adolescent minors from 13 to 17 in a form of homelessness in the course of a year. That's one out of every 30 minors. And a total of 42 million young people experience homelessness in a given year, from couch surfing to living on the streets. If the government goddamn cared, they would do something to get the 42 million young people off the streets. But they don't. You idiots. What is this about? They don't care. What is this about? It's something. It's about eugenics. I'm sorry. I'm sick of this place. I'm over it. I'm done. Have a good one.